Welcome, everyone, to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Patrick Smith, and I want to welcome my co-hosts, Nick Irwin, Shane Eisterhold, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick. Where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at it tastes different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at it tastes different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at it tastes diff. What's on the menu for today? We head on over to the Ichiban buffet and chow down on some Peking duck with Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is a, an action role playing game. It was developed by Ryu Gago Toku Studios and published by Sega. Uh, this is the ninth. Uh, sorry, the eighth main release in the Yakuza series. Uh, it was released in Japan on PlayStation 4 on January 16th of 2020 and had a worldwide release on November 10th, 2020 uh, for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X as well. And then there's a later version coming out for PlayStation 5 in March of 2021. Basically, let's kind of start this review off and uh, let Shane kind of give us his first impressions of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Shane, what do you think of this game? Uh, well, first of all, excellent job on the pronunciation of the studio. Uh, kudos there. Uh, as far as the game goes, it is uh, it's fantastic. It's really it's such a departure uh, gameplay wise for the series. Uh, switching over to a turn based fighting uh, style uh, combat system, it uh, and it works well. It works so so well. The, the game is, uh, it's funny as all get out. It, uh, there's moments and they're like, just that, that you just cannot believe somebody had the, you know, mental capacity to come up with that. It's just freaking hilarious. Characters are hilarious. You're always, <laughs> almost every mission that you do and almost every place you go, there is something fun. There's something funny. The random uh, talking icons you find, you know, around the map is there's always something funny going on. There is uh, side missions that just <laughs> just crack you up. Just a side mission is hilarious. Uh, and normally I am not a side mission person because most side missions are they're just crap. They're just, you know, time fillers. Uh, but they do such a great job in this game. It's not a perfect game. But it's really hard to find things to complain about with this game either because what it does right, it does so right. What they have done with it uh, as the combat system on this one compared to what they did on the last one makes it uh, just such an experience comparatively. I mean, instead of running around uh, with a typical kind of a generic uh, combat system, they went with an open world that's it's a little traditional, but uh, it's in-depth enough to uh, really make it strategic. And I can't uh, say enough. Uh, Ichiban is uh, a freaking hilarious character who is put into some really <laughs> odd positions in life. And uh, and I just love the game. I am still working through it because, uh, as Pat will tell you here in a bit, it's a long game. Very long. It's hard not getting sidetracked by all the side stuff, so that's why I'm still working on it. But uh, so far, it's a blast. What do you think, Russ? Just as a little bit of information for everybody, this is actually the first Yakuza game uh, out of, that I've actually ever played. 
I downloaded one of the previous ones. I just downloaded it uh, about three months ago, but I didn't. I never played any of it, and I think I'm glad I didn't. Uh, and the reason why I'm glad I didn't is because this one was thoroughly enjoyable. I, I wouldn't have liked to have to have a comparison or anything like that. This game is a lot of fun. It has a lot of versatility. It's not just a straight-up RPG in the sense of like, well, let's put it this way. It tricks you into thinking that it's not an RPG because of the way that it's built. You know it's an RPG, but you're like, you're transported into this world of like uh, reality and fiction, but yet it's all reality, if that makes any sense at all. It's it's really, really neat the way it does it. Um you know, as a as a kind of disclaimer for everybody or anybody that listens to this that has children, this is a very, very M-rated game. Very M-rated game. Uh, so please be aware of that. There are some very interesting, you know, things that somebody like Shane absolutely loves um, that uh, I probably laughed for 10 or 15 minutes uh, about it. So it was really great. Uh, the mini games are wonderful in here as well. The slots, the 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 finance stuff, the 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 building up your industry, the Sega games. I, I think I lost like 20 minutes playing a couple of the old Sega games on here. Um, it, it happens all. It, it happens in every game I play. There'll be something that's just a lot of fun. Um, the combat, the turn-based combat, that is not one of my favorite things. I'm not a big turn-based combat. Um, kind of guy but this is actually fun uh it's a lot of fun and the changing of the jobs is very fun to me as well that for the reason i say that is because like some rpgs you're kind of given the class you are and that's what you have to be here i i don't have the numbers in front of me but i want to say there's about eight or nine separate classes uh, or jobs that they call them in this game and and at a certain point you can change those jobs uh during the game now I changed jobs for a couple of my my um, my party members, but my main character I kept as a hero. I didn't get quite as far as um, as Patrick did either. I got a, a little bit over maybe halfway through the game, or or right at halfway through the game. I think I spent uh, four or five hours one night just doing the uh, Ichiban Holdings portion of it, or the the industry portion of it. I I lost you know I lost a night to that, but that was just so much fun to me to work that into and just start making money off of that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm kind of rambling right now because I, I want to, I don't normally like games like this and I want the listeners to understand, like I thoroughly enjoy this game. You need to make sure that you do some of those side quests so that as you're going along, you level up and you level. This is not necessarily something that's going to really move levels down or, or uh, level sink you when, as you're going, you need to make sure that you get some of those boosts and those levels and get up there before you start doing certain parts of the game. Uh, I'm going to stop here. Um, I know Nick and, and Patrick have a lot more to add, so I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to pass it to Nick right now since Patrick is the expert uh, for the game. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, this game, uh, I would agree with both of you. This game is fantastic. I love it. During the first few missions... Uh, the first few chapters, they, they, they section everything into chapters. And the, for, for the first probably four chapters or so, um, you might get a little uh, or you might feel a little bit like this game. It's just a lot of talking and a lot of, uh, you know, cutscenes and things like that, which there are through a lot of the beginning of it. 
But once it gets around chapter five or six, which doesn't take too long to get into, that's really where the game opens up. So you've got to get through those first portions. You know, through those first portions of the game, you might feel like, well, this is I'm not really doing much. You know, I'm just watching a lot of cutscenes and things. And this game starts out kind of slow. It does. Um, it kind of builds that story up to come to, you know, the crescendo, I guess, uh, later on in the chapters where you start kind of, the, the city kind of opens up and you start doing more things on your own instead of just going from cutscene to cutscene. So just keep that in mind if you start this game. You know, it's a little slow starting out. So just keep with it and bear with it because trust me and trust the rest of us when we say once you get through those initial hurdles, this game opens up and it's fantastic. This game is a lot of fun. I love turn-based combat myself as far as I go. So this is right up my alley. I love the turn-based combat. The turn-based combat in the game is a lot of fun. You know, you can use your... What's nice about it is they kind of change it up a little bit considered to the classic turn-based combat where your user or your uh, character can use things in the environment like, you know, whatever is sitting around like a bicycle or a caution cone or something like that where they'll pick it up, you know, if it's in their way or they'll... They'll kick a sign over to hurt an enemy or something like that. So along with just doing their basic uh, move, whatever you select, you know, whatever you select, you either do just a basic attack or you do one of their skills or something like that. And you can also, whenever the enemy attacks, you can also block it. You know, you can hit B to do a perfect guard, which gives you less damage to you, which is nice. You know, that's kind of fun Instead of just, you know, like classic turn-based where you just hit the button and let it go, let the animation run. Um, if an enemy is attacking you, you can block most uh, attacks. You know, certain attacks you can't block that are, like, status-based. Uh, you know, if they're going to come at you and put a status effect on you as cold or something like that or bleed, um, maybe you'd not be able to, to uh, perfect guard those types of things. But... Any sort of basic attack or strong attack that the enemy is going to do, you can perfect guard, which is really what you need to do. Because if you don't do that, you're going to lose a lot of health and you're going to use your, you know, whoever you picked as your uh, mage, basically your white mage in this case. Uh, someone's going to heal your party. Uh, they're going to do a lot of healing. But uh, it gives you a lot of room to kind of work with those different characters. And like Russ said with the change in the jobs, there's so many different jobs. And the jobs are really just the, they're the funnest thing. They're unique, you know. I mean, you have a guitarist and a singer and a cook and DJ and stuff like that. So they're kind of they're definitely out of the norm as what you would expect as a, a job uh, in, a, in a in a or a class in a, a RPG. But this game's a lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot. I didn't personally uh, beat it. I, I've been trying. <laughs> It's just this game gives you a lot of stuff to do. I'm on, I think I'm on chapter nine. And so I'm probably about halfway, maybe halfway through the game. It's a long game. It's got a lot to give you. It's got a lot of side quests and various things like that. And like Shane said, the side quests are a lot of fun. The uh, alternate activities that you can do in the game are a lot of fun. So this game gives you a ton of stuff to do and a huge, rich environment. So uh, if you love RPGs and action games and story-based games, this is perfect. It, it's a perfect game. I absolutely love it. I played some of the Yakuza's before, and 
you know, those are action based. You know, they're not RPG. Uh, they, they do have RPG elements, but the fighting is action based. Uh, they're not turn based like this one is. And I really hope that Yakuza series continues with that turn based action because I really like that a lot. I the the action based the old Yakuza's I've played some of the old ones, and those are okay, but the action combat's all right. Um, I think I prefer this more turn-based combat that they have in this one. And so I hope they make either more games like that or they can, or from, you know, the Yakuza games that go on from here continue with that turn-based combat that they have in this one. So I think they really made a good change to that because it reminds me of those old-school classic RPGs with a new-school flair. So, yeah, this is a perfect game. I love it. From top to bottom, it's 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 a fantastic game. But uh, Patrick, I know you've definitely played a lot more than the rest of us have. So, what did you think of Yakuza Like a Dragon? I will say I loved this game. Um, I couldn't put it down when I first, uh, you know, it's the first game that I played on my new Xbox, uh, but uh, the new uh, the new Series X that I got, and I couldn't put it down. Uh, it was it was fun. Uh, when it was time to get off, I was like, it was one of those games where I was just like, one more, one more go around, one more of this, one more of that, and I'll get off. And next thing I know, it's you know, really late at night, and or early in the morning, I should say. The game has a lot. The game reminds me of like somebody took Persona Five and melded it with Saints Row. That's what it reminds me of. Uh, you know, it the costumes and stuff because it, it's just really interesting how they did this one because the main protagonist Ichiban basically looks at the world like a video game and, and this less like alluded to when you go into combat you go into costumes and stuff like that so it's kind of it's kind of an interesting concept you get i i have i have beat the game it took me about 65 hours and i did not complete all of the mini games in there i've did a lot of the mini games there's like 24 different mini games in there and uh there are 20 jobs just to let you know there are six companions or six party members that you can get and 20 jobs <laughs> so that's a lot of combinations to run through and you can have yourself and three other party members in your party at a time so you know it's definitely a an interesting series or an interesting game i do like the changeover in my opinion to turn-based like nick said i, I love turn-based games uh you know persona 5 is probably one of my top games um, that's turn-based for combat and you know, and it just reminds me of the Final Fantasy style stuff, especially the old stuff, and then the Final Fantasy VII re- remake where they, you know, the Final Fantasies where they did the uh, turn-based combat. That stuff was always always fun to me, so I like that. I like that about this one. And they did it right because even though you may it may not be your turn, as Nick stated, they still have some interaction where you can hopefully do a perfect uh, block. So basically, you're watching for the cue when they're about to hit you to do a perfect block, so you take less damage. Definitely. I, I don't know what to say about this game. The side quests are hilarious. Uh, the main storyline can be funny. This game is this game has a lot of cutscenes. There's a lot of RP, a lot of watching stuff. And, and when I say a lot, I mean there's times where I was watching a cutscene between two chapters, and my controller would kind of go to sleep on me, and the screen would darken a little bit. You know, the controller wouldn't completely go off, but the screen would darken. I was like, oh, I better wiggle my my joystick, or else my controller is going to shut off. So there's a lot of that if you're into that type of stuff. But in my in my opinion, the story was very engaging, even where I was watching certain scenes. Definitely an all-around great game. Uh, there are cameos as you get further into the game from some of the other casts from like Yakuza Zero and a few of those in the game. So if you played the previous games, 
you will get to see some of those uh, other characters. I'm not going to spoil that for anybody, but there are characters that, that appear in this series that are from the older games, as you'll see when you get towards the end of the game. Well, I don't know. I don't think we want to spoil anything in this game for anybody, but, you know, we could probably talk a lot about the side quests and, and the city and stuff that it's in. Um, so maybe I'll start off with, like, the first question. Does anybody have a, a favorite uh, mini game that they played? Uh, how about you, Nick? Do you have a favorite mini game? Is the mini games the only ones I played was the uh, slot machines, which are pretty fun, and the crane game. Well, the mini games are basically anything with the pink controller. So, right. like the uh, karaoke, the dragon cart, the golf, the darts, baseball. I did the golf, uh, or not the golf, sorry, the darts. That was that was pretty fun. I think, honestly, my favorite thing to just, you know, break away from the game was to go into the arcade and play some virtual fighter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? I just, I, I mean, on. I got in there, and I think I played probably virtual fighter for at least an hour and a half on Saturday. And then I did, I did probably 20 minutes of hang on. Uh, it's just, you know, because they're, you know, they're of that time and it just felt right. And they played great. That's the best part was they played like they should have played uh, on a console. And, you know, normally when you get like a little game like that within a game, it doesn't play quite right, but these played perfectly. I loved it. God, yep. it was fun. The little Sega arcade that they had set up. Yeah. Uh-huh. What about you, Russ? Did you have a favorite, uh, uh, you know, favorite uh, one of the little mini games? Yeah, I mean, I I like quite a few of them. The golf's a little bit, uh, that's fun. That's kind of like a end of the night type of thing. But I, I got to be honest, I, I'm not even going to pretend like I'm that cool. I have the most fun with building the Cracker Company. <laughs> the, cracker. the property management one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the property management company. But man, that was just, I don't know what it is about that thing, like like trying to find the right combination and then getting into the boardroom was kind of like going into the shareholders meeting. That was a lot of fun. I don't know why, but at first I was like, how the hell do I do this? I was getting really angry. And and then I just read a little bit and then I kind of realized what it had told me before I went in there. Sometimes I get a little bit click happy and start pressing A to get through things instead of reading through it. And so once I figured out that was a lot of fun, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think, I, I think I was talking to you. I, I think, I'm I'm about halfway through the game, and I think I am I, I hit 20 last night. I hit I hit rate 20 last night, uh, or the 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 right. 20 shareholders, whatever. Anyway, last night. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of fun to me. Um, and then any game that has some gambling in it, whether it's real or not real, uh, I'm all about that. Um, so those two things were probably my favorite. Right. I think for me it was probably the the whole the uh, the property management as well. I ranked out on that one. I did rank one. I completed the entire chapter for that one. Uh, that was kind of fun doing the property management because it's just more money, more money, more money, and you start out with that itchy. They change it, the name of the actual thing is Ichiban Confectionaries, and it's hilarious because his name is Ichiban. So it's like you know it's he takes over the company and he basically turned into a multi-billion-dollar uh, industry you end up owning like multiple companies and you go to shareholder meetings and and fight shareholders it's just kind of cool you know it it's pretty interesting little concept there and, you know and that's the only way to rank up one of your companions it's not it's, it's loyalty yeah it's loyalty of the companion 
uh, type thing. So that's that's a real fun storyline. I, I did that one. That one was probably one of my favorites as well. And then I did a lot of the um, – I did all of the vocational school things. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got to that one or not. Yeah, I played some of them. I haven't uh, got too many, though. But I did was, all 21 of them. It, it's it's so simple, uh, but it's – at least what I played was simple, but it was still fun. Uh, the movie theater was also – That was uh, interesting, another, right? <laughs> it was I, – I, I didn't know where it was going to go the first time. And then With I thought, the man, this is – Yeah, the goats and the chicken. And I kept nailing the chicken. Shut up, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> but I kept nailing the chicken, couldn't stop doing it on the first time through. So the second time through, I perfected it. And it's it's just such a stupid thing, but it's so fun to do. Right. Yeah. It, it's it, it, the mini games are fun. And it's one of those things where it's a few games where, you know, the mini games. I mean, uh, the one of the first mini games that you get to play is the the can collection one, the can can or whatever it is. We ride yep. the bike around and collect all the cans. That one gets pretty cool and fun where you're running into people in can carts and stuff. So lots of cool little mini games in this one, you know. I mean, I I kind of did the rounds and did just about all of them well, at least once just to check it out. You know, I went into the arcade. I didn't play all the arcade games, but I did play a few that I needed that I wanted to hit some nostalgia like Outrun and and then the the Super Hang On. I did that one as well i didn't do any of the fighters because those usually just aren't my thing but the mini games are fun in this one and they didn't seem like they're not a requirement in either i mean to some extent if you want to do these little hero mission side quests you get materials from those that you can turn in for those uh so you have to do them if you want to do some of the side stuff but there is a lot of side stuff in this game and it didn't it doesn't honestly feel like it even though there is it i never at one point felt overwhelmed with the amount of side stuff that i can do that i just wanted to ignore it all I wanted to try all of it and play the game and the side missions didn't really feel like side missions. I was, I actually looked forward to a lot of the side quests cause they were hilarious. I mean, I, I don't want to ruin anything, but it's, it's great when it, the innuendos are out in force in this game. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the first time that you get a, you get a, you get a quest mate to, 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 you get a, you get a, you get a quest. I'm not going to give away the end of the quest, but you get a quest to, basically call up the pound mates and i'm just like i was thinking the whole time i'm like what am i about to get myself into and just what, <laughs> what happens is hilarious it's such a play on words and everything oh no the one better than that was like right near the beginning uh, of chapter two there when uh you ha- you get hired to uh do cleanup oh yes <laughs> the cleanup mission. yes yeah. and then the protesters it. come yeah well i mean <laughs> And and so. for our listeners, like some of those quests that they're giving us or they're talking about here, those are a little bit on the more adult version. But even even the ones that aren't quite so adult, um, there's one that'll come up where you're basically you rescue a pet, and it, it just it the stupidity of it is is that you kind of end up like going, oh dang, like I can't believe that's what this was for. It, it I, like I said, don't want to give it away either, but like that one quest, I will just say it, it deals with a crawfish. And that one there was just, I thought that was just a hilarious, even within itself. It was just kind of funny about, it, it really shows a lot about the way they built the character, the character Ichiban and who he is kind of throughout the whole uh, entirety of the game. Right. Yep. So the game is like an RPG. You have stats. Uh, every character has a set of stats and you level up. Uh, I think the level cap is 70. 
Uh, I got the 65. Uh, so, you know, their their stats. There's also, uh, like, the charisma set of stats. Oh, man, there's, like, intelligence uh, that are only applicable to, to Ichiban uh, that's kind of interesting, and they play more into, like, they play into some of your abilities, but they play a lot into, like, romance options in the game and stuff like that. And you can romance different people in the game and give them gifts and, and stuff like that. So uh, there is a really funny um, scene that happens if you romance all of the romanceable options. Uh, I'll let everybody figure that one out on their own. But something happens when you romance them all. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. I don't know. I, can't, I don't really have a bad thing to say about this game. I, I will say that I cannot imagine playing this on anything but the newer generation of console because... As much times as you transition between between cities and levels and chapters, it loads like there's no load at all. Like you just go from like a black screen with a tooltip that you don't even have time to read. <laughs> so I cannot <laughs> yeah, imagine on, having to play this on regular on systems. Which this would be on the you know Xbox One and PS4. This would be a night almost a nightmare because of the loading. Well, uh, but on the new consoles, it's so quick that. You can just There's get no back load time. to the action. Yeah, you're um, like, what load screen? You're like, yeah, it comes but, up with the full tip, and you're like, you start reading it, and it's like, oh, oh never mind. I'm back in the yeah, game. Yeah, but you got to remember, though, that's because, you know, we've had a little bit of time with the, we'll, we go into system stuff later, but we've had a little time with the news Xboxes, and if we would have never touched it, I'm sure the game would have been just fine. Wouldn't have put two thoughts into that game on the on the regular One uh, X. It would have probably been. Uh, out a few, I probably I bet with all the load times in it, you'd probably have an extra four to five hours worth of play time to get to the end. Really, you think? Oh um, man, you know I mean, I'll have to fire it up on my X then just to see what it does. I mean, there's point. a lot of loading. I bet just, the load times are atrocious on yeah, regular consoles. They seem like they I would mean, be compare. because yeah, because I mean, moving from taxi, if you take a taxi from one end of town to the other, there's a load there's a load setting, a load screen. When you go from cutscene to cutscene, there's load. Whenever you talk to because. This game is fully vo- is is mostly I would say most there's not a whole it's lot about 80% voice fully, acted yeah it is and it's great what it, the voice acting stuff is great I was yeah. I was fully surprised to see so much English voice acting in the game when it was you know and done great too all the side companions are are just funny and their side stories and side quests are pretty interesting cuz I don't as you guys progress through there you'll see all the characters different uh loyalty can't loyalty stories to play out but i thought in my opinion oh what why why did i just nambas i thought nambas side stuff was hilarious because uh, you get when you go through it and you're just like covering up for him and everything it's great it's it's one of the funnier ones in my opinion the other guys have pretty interesting side stories you know but you know namba who is one of the first companions that you get his side stuff is is just funny his little side mission is funny. It's the beginning part of it's really funny. The second part, the second half of it's not meant to be funny, and it's not funny. But his very first loyalty missions are just you're you're squirming like a couple of school kids who did something bad. <laughs> yeah, so. Namba Namba's so far is my favorite uh, side character. Just uh, he's got a really interesting backstory on him, which I really enjoyed. But yeah, the uh, his interactions with other. Well, you do. You get a little info, you don't. but you, don't. you get a, you get enough. You don't. I mean, they don't really tell you uh, the end result uh, of what put him in his position. Trust that's me, the one don't. thing. That's what, oh, God. <laughs> Man, don't tell me that. 
<laughs> you got to finish it. That's why I'm trying to get you to finish the game because you don't know his end stuff until probably chapter 12. Uh, yeah, chapter 12. And then his backstory really comes to front. So you don't really know. You think you know who Namba is, but you don't. The side, the, the side characters, or the characters you get, all of them are really great. Um, yeah. I, I've only gotten to chapter 9, so I know some of... Some of. No, granted. I'm not chapter 12, but some of Namba's stuff. And, you know, some of the other characters and... All the characters you get, all the characters you even meet that are not part of your party are great in this game. Um, oh, yeah. There, There's so, I mean, yeah, like Patrick said, there's nothing I could say bad about this game. If you haven't played it or if you're thinking about playing this game, do it. You will not go wrong with this game. This game is great, and I think everyone should play it because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel... I, you know, we, we've talked about this before, and I don't want games to go this route, but I feel that this game was worth $60, every penny of it. And I would have, knowing what I know, if I'd have got a demo of this, I would have paid 70 to play it, you know? But yeah. it's definitely worth 60 bucks in my opinion. More than worth $60 game. Uh, so it was definitely a great buy. I was a little leery at first when we got it, because I've played the Yakuza games before, and I'm like, they played okay as, a, as an action RPG, not turn-based, because to me, they always reminded me of of the normal open world games like 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 i said saints row and just not having a party or anything like that it reminded me of the, the standard games like that but this this in my opinion is by far the best of the series that's my opinion oh yeah. absolutely there's i don't think anybody in this group is gonna probably disagree with that i mean even even russ you know hasn't played the others but i bet if you went and played six or five or, or even zero, zero yeah, yeah well, I, I think you're gonna go. Kiwami. These are fine, uh, but it ain't it ain't like a dragon. Well, no. the good thing about that is, is that I stated I was like I haven't played any many of them, and I said this is great. I actually haven't played any of them, and this is my first one, and and it was just fantastic. It's really nice to hear Patrick, who's played you know uh, quite a few of them, to say you know this is the best one. So at least I I know I have some validity in what I'm saying, and the fact of like yeah, this is a great game. Right. So, yeah, it's I, you know, I I could talk about this game for hours. You know, I don't want to spoil any of it. So I'm trying to tiptoe around what I talk about, because it's the the story, in my opinion, is one of a a really good story. I mean, from Mm -hmm. start to finish and you just like when stuff happens in the story, you're like, oh, you 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 get mad with with Ichiban when stuff happens. And, you know, and and you you just you just want to take revenge for what happens to him and stuff like that. So it's. It's it's a great game, and I'm glad that they I'm glad that they put it out on the Xbox at the same in the U.S. at the same time they were going to bring it out for PlayStation uh, because yeah. it, it came out it came out for PlayStation Four. Let's just let's just put this into perspective. It came out in Japan in January of this year for PlayStation Four only. It came out for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PS4. PS4 November 10th. Yep. It has not even been released for PS5 yet. This game, you know, this Japanese developer, you know, it's these games, these games often come out for PlayStation long before they come out for Xbox. I mean, most of the Yakuza games are that way, but this one came out at the same time, which bodes well for the for the franchise, in my opinion. If they stick with this turn-based like they've got now and kind of the same 
process because I'm I'm actually interested to see what happens to Ichiban in because basically his they left it to where he can continue his story and most of I think I'm trying to remember there is so many of these these games I think all of the protagonists up until this point has been the same character I was trying to think of of the Kiwami two I can't pronounce that uh. I think they're all the same protagonist and um and Kiryu or what I I always I always forget how to pronounce that guy's name. Um, yeah, I know you're talking about, though. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's a good game. I can't. I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm going to spoil it for somebody if I keep talking about it. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Well, yeah. one thing I would say is even though the, we're at the start of a new console generation and it's really freaking thin uh, right now for those uh, big new next-gen console games, this is definitely a good start. This game here is a good start because it's a pretty game. It runs fantastic on the on the system, uh, and I mean, really, it, it's hard to get a new game for a new console, and it just sucks. And this that that what I was that's what I was worried about with this game because you know they changed the mechanics of it and everything, and I was worried about it, but. Nope, I'm a happy, happy boy with my new system, and this game is so good on it. A lot of things that I like to like to talk about this game. That I want to I want to make sure that everybody knows is like I, I don't want to I don't want to have what Nick said earlier be understated. If you start this game, have some patience in the first three chapters. Uh, have a little bit more in four and and so forth until you get about to six or seven. And then as Nick says, the game, it opens up. Then you're sitting there going, well, crap, you're not telling me what to do or where I have to go right now, so what do I do now? You can get lost in the early chapters and some of the mini games. There's a few of them there initially, but really the, the exploration and the, and the choose-your-own-adventure at that point starts uh, around that point. So I just wanted to butt in there. I'm sorry we kind of got off to- I got off topic on that, but I just wanted to make sure that those that are listening, they know, like, don't give up early on because in actuality that story is fantastic and it builds to as as Nick was saying, you know, builds to a moment where now it's like you gotta go do your thing. I will say the the only downfall that I will give this game, and and it's 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 a major but not it's not like I'm not going to I wouldn't play it because of it, is that there's already DLC for this game because it was released in Japan almost, you know, in January of this year. There is there is some stuff in the DLC that you can't get without buying the DLC. So there's two jobs that you can't get without buying the DLC. You can buy the Hero Edition to get those, but they are expensive and it's not something that I'm going to buy. There's also, you know, there's also some costumes that you can't get without getting the Legendary Hero Edition, which costumes, no big deal. I, I mean, they're kind of cool to have, but locking out two jobs in the game until... So that th- those are what keeps this from being a perfect game, for my opinion, is the two jobs. They should just bundled it in the game because of the late release in the U.S. and not charged you Hero Edition prices to get the two additional jobs. So, I mean... That's where my biggest complaint is about the game, and and it's not it wasn't a big enough one for me not to get it. The DLCs add quite a bit to the game, a lot of more karaoke songs, uh, some uh, different types of uh, management modes and stuff like that. So I mean, 
those are my biggest downfall is the game's not even a year old and there's i don't know 20 there's probably 40 dollars or 50 dollars worth of dlc out there for the game already yeah you know one thing to that though is there's so much to this game already um by the time you went and did all the little stuff everything those D- DLCs to be on discount. <laughs> At least they better be, because there's a lot in this game. I mean, a lot of mini games, a lot of little stuff that's just there. Right. The problem is, is like the two the two jobs, in my opinion, are the biggest thing. Like, I'm not going to go back and relevel the job a character in their job because I've already done it. You're missing yeah. out on the Devil Rocker and the Matriarch jobs, uh, the two jobs that aren't in the the base game. They they only come with the the job set DLC or in the the legendary hero edition. And I'm not even sure the jobs ver the jobs DLC came out. Yeah, it did. Okay. You can do the, the job set DLC for $5 or you can, it comes in the hero edition and the hero edition. I can't remember what the price was on the hero edition. I think it was 90 bucks for the hero edition. No, that was a legendary hero edition. The hero edition was 70 and then the legendary hero, which is the biggest one you can get was $90. And that came with right. like costumes, stat boost, new karaoke, uh, new crafting items, and stuff like that. And, and to me, that's not worth a $90 box. <laughs> but, you know, I I thoroughly enjoyed the game and, and give it top ratings. It only loses points for me because of the DLC, the day one DLCs already. And, and I understand that it was already released in Japan, but it's in the U.S. We shouldn't have to pay $90 to get all the stuff we wanted. And only downfall, only you know, down thing I would say about it is it just takes a little bit to get to get rolling. Uh, not that it's a not that it's a painful uh, to get there when it starts to really roll. It's just eh, it, it just could have got there a little quicker. But it's so so good, so it is very good. good. It is a very good game. Like I said, those are just the only negative marks that I have about the game. Everything else, I'm sold on it. Yeah, it starts out slow. Like Russ and I said, you know, and, and Shane just said now, it, it does start out slow. You know, it's a slow game to start going, but once you get to a little bit later in the chapters, it opens up and it's, you know, even without the DLC part of it, there is a ton to do in this game. There, I mean, they give you a ton of stuff to do and a ton of stuff you can experience, not just the main storyline, but just side quests and arcade stuff and you know, whatever else. So it's really good. It's uh, worth checking out and it's worth getting, you know, if you have a new system or even an older system or it doesn't really matter, you know, if you're big in the Yakuza, Yakuza series or even if you're not, uh, this game is worth getting, in my opinion, and worth checking out. I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. Definitely a check for me. Don't want to ruin anything, so I think it's probably best that I not <laughs> not intercede anymore because I want to talk about <laughs> the, I want to talk about the spoiler stuff. So, <laughs> so great game. What's so interesting about it is is that is that we've had a couple of reviews where we've had really bad games, and we sit here and we talk about it, and we're like, oh, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, and we get to that, uh, you know, we get to a point where we're like is all we've said is that it's bad? I mean, have we added anything extra to it? Like, nope, we just really hate it. Yep, we just hate And this one, we're almost completely, everybody's completely opposite. Like, we want to tell everybody about the game, but at the same time, we just want to let everybody know it's good, and we want you to enjoy the game in the way that it's made. We don't want to ruin anything because that is what helped us enjoy the game 
was the little bits and pieces of like, is it going there? Is it going? Oh yeah, it's going there. This is hilarious. So I think that's why we're trying to hold back a little bit within it. Yep, this game goes there. Definitely a mature oh. game, and it goes there. <laughs> it's definitely the best way to say that, like to 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 kind of finalize or something like that. When you talked about the game, it's like just when you think it's not, it does go there. <laughs> yep, it goes to places that mature games go to. <laughs> it has crude humor and toilet humor. So, oh, my favorite humors, right up our alley. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we all like it, right? We could all we could all grin and and play games like we were five years old again. Laugh at toilet humor and baby jokes. There is no all other baby joke. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the formula in the hot water. That's right. Babies and toilet humor. <laughs> no, the, the, yeah, the side missions are great in this game. You know, there's a there's a ton of side missions. They're all really good. They're all really funny. You know, they do, you know, we can, We talked about side missions before, and I think this game is one of those games that does side missions really well. You know, some side missions they'll do, and maybe the next part of the side mission may not be available for a little while, you know? So you just kind of continue playing the game, and then you're like, oh, hey, that side mission popped up again. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest culprits of that is the persimmon tree, right? <laughs> yep. uh, that one is a long side quest, but it's 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 funny it's good and it's like when it pops up you know you can just go right over to it and the city that you start in is not like it's big but it's not too big you know you have taxis like patrick said and uh you know traversing the world even on foot is not that bad so you know and this game just has a lot of it has a lot of stuff to do you know no matter what you do it, it compares you and your companions together uh, even when you're going to a restaurant and eating food, you can combine yeah. different foods and then that might cause a cutscene or not necessarily a cutscene, but like a small little interaction, segment, yeah. interaction, little segment. table talk. <laughs> yeah. Or you'll have a longer conversation about the food that you're eating and stuff, depending on what you selected and where you ate at. So, yeah, I mean, you know, in this game, they thought of everything. I will say that most reviewers gave this game over an eight out of ten. And 80%. There's only two reviewers that actually gave it lower than an 8. And, you know, one of them's IGN and the other was Destructoid. And, I, you know, those two can do whatever. For the most part, IGN reviews I don't even pay attention to anymore because they're not on par with what users are. Uh, but yeah, Metacritic... Bad. Yeah. Metacritic is pretty much on the Xbox uh, Series X and 1. It, it's 90 and 86. And then, you know, Game Informer gave it a 9.25. GameSpot gave it a 9. Uh, you know, and like I said, Destructoid gave it a seven and a half, and IGN gave it a seven. I have no idea why IGN gave it. A I would seven, give this game a nine. I would give it a nine as well. I'd give it a solid nine. I would. It would be even closer to like nine and a half for me. It's a really good game. Um, I don't know where IGN's where they came from, but you know, I don't usually listen to IGN reviews anymore anyway, um, just because the the reviews seem to be off. The games that they rate as a nine and a half or even close to ten, I'm like meh. And stuff that they've been rating as a seven here lately, I've been like, I love this. This is great. So I probably yep. swing more towards the Metacritic reviews when I look at stuff, um, just because normally, like a Metacritic too, they're pretty close to where the actual uh, their actually users are as well. So that's I'm usually well, follow them more closely. So I IGN's I, a little iffy, but when they give Last of Us Part Two and a ten, that right. was gut wrenching to see. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's I, what I'm like. Um, no. <laughs> it almost seems paid for at that point. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was, yeah, I mean, that that, was definite. That game doesn't deserve a 10. That game deserves a 7. Like the uh, Last of Us or uh, Yakuza game that they gave it. Right. Exactly. They need to swap reviews. For <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like I said, games getting re- great reviews, trending pretty well overall everywhere. Um, it, it's, you know, uh, a lot of people that have the complaints about it are that the beginning is a slog. And the reason they call it a slog is because there's a lot of cutscenes and role playing in the beginning. You know, lots of just building the story up. If you can make it past the first three chapters, which are decently long, it's a lot of storytelling to get you up to where you need to be in the story to learn where Ichiban is coming from. Great game. Just got to get past those first few chapters that are more cutscene than gameplay. But yeah, it is well worth it. And I'll try I, to get in here before I, before anybody else. I would give it a solid eight. That's just because you guys know that the RPGs and the, and, and the turn base is not necessarily my, my thing. Because I base everything off of other games that I love. So for gameplay and everything that it is, I definitely give it a very, very solid eight. I wish there was some custom ability within stats to, to make certain things stronger, but there, there's not as much within that. It's, it's a very traditional RPG in that sense, but uh, I still, still like an eight is very, very good. Yep. I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely, see, I think this was a risk for them. They, they basically went yeah. and changed from that real time, like beat em up style mechanic game to this turn-based game that they went to and and it was a risk for them and i think the in my opinion the risk paid off i like it better than the uh action or beat em up style mechanics of the yakuza game the, the other yakuza games yeah i hope they continue with this turn base like i said at the beginning of this uh cast you know i hope they continue with that turn based combat because i i played some of the older yakuza games and you know the action uh combat i'm not you know, like Russ, who is not a big fan of the turn-based, I'm not a huge fan of the action combat. It's okay to me, but I like the turn-based. I like that old-school turn-based combat, and this, I think that's one of the uh, additions to this game that really drew me in was that turn-based combat. And 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 the graphics are on point for me. I mean, they look pretty good on the on the Series X. They look really good to me. Every, everything was fluid for me. Everything looked great, played great. I will say, and I don't know if you guys noticed this too, as we're kind of talking about it, when you, the only thing that drove me nuts that was a little bit of a pain was the targeted looting. And what I mean by that is when you went to open up a safe, you have to be like pointed directly at it yes. at the right angle. That was probably the worst mechanic in the game. And, and, and you know, I don't, I don't know, know how why. many times I ran around the front of a safe trying to wait for that thing a button to pop up so i can hit it so i can open the thing and it's the same thing with the items on the ground except for they're a little bit easier to pick up because you don't have to face them directly on like the safe but the safe you cannot open up the safe from the side you have to be faced directly in front of it and the safe is no wider than your character is so if you offshoot it or if you happen to be running that's the biggest thing if you run at the safe to go open it you pretty much bounce off the side of it and you can't open it so you kind of back up and you know so that was that was the only control mechanism that really got on my nerves. And it was just because I was always in a hurry to try to open the safe. Instead of walking up to the safe to the front of it, I'm running at it. And so instead of me hitting it the first time, I'm sitting there five or six tries missing the front of it because I'm running back and forth like an idiot trying to hit it. That was the only thing that I had a, a, a gameplay issue with. 
is that is that mechanic trying to open up those safes. Yeah, I would have to agree. As far as mechanically, that's you know that's probably the only you know mechanical issue I came across either. I mean, all the fighting stuff worked great. The mini games worked great. The arcade games worked great. Uh, I haven't done. I never. I never did do the slots though. I got the stuff downloaded for it. You had to download the slot stuff to do right, the slots free, in game. Yeah, it's a free download for the game. Yeah, but yeah, you have to download it. Try so to just play. download it. You can play pachinko. You get out there and play some pachinko. Yeah. <laughs> so didn't like pachinko. Right. Play some darts. You know, play bo- play bar style games. You know, there's even one I never got to play it, but there's a sh- a shoji mini game in there. I've never played Shoji, Shoji, but it looks interesting. Have, have any of you, you guys ever Shogi? played that? Is that how it's pronounced? Shogi? I thought it was Shoji, Shogi? but it's like a Japanese. The, it's like a chess? chess almost. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I've i never played it, but I do know of it because it's like in every anime I watch. There's a bum that's by the bum starting area right. that you can play it with. Right, but yep, I, don't, I don't know how to play it, so I didn't play it because I was like, um. I, I did the same thing. Cool. I was like, I don't know how to play this game, so. <laughs> right. I'm not going to play it. But then there's the, uh, what is the uh, Pokemon reference one? I don't know. Oh. oh uh, yeah, they have like a Pokemon. Sojimon. Sojimon. So, yeah, something like that. <laughs> there's yeah, so that... many references to this game to other games. Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing is, your, is the main character's love of. Uh, uh, I don't know if I want to say it though. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, it's in the whole game. The whole game. Yeah. That's why I said he he lives everything. His like love of Dragon game. Quest. His love of Dragon Quest. Yeah, which I love. Everything Quest. is Dragon Quest. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything's Dragon Quest. His, his whole outlook on life is Dragon Quest. If you if you if you're at the bottom, you just got to level up. That's right. <laughs> you know? And then and yeah, the mini the Pokemon thing is Sujimon, which is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one of the funnest chapters there so far that I've been able to experience was just right before you do six is the chapter, but it's end of five into six kind of that that cut scene of of getting through all that was kind of the best that little banter that went back and forth about it. Before they started through it, that 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 was that I I died laughing on that a little bit. And there's so many references <laughs> to Dragon Quest in there. <laughs> yeah, every everybody he talks to, you know, there's this big old huge bad guys and they're big muscle bound guys, and he's like, I heard you like Dragon Quest. You know, it's like what? <laughs> you freaking you weirdo! Why are you talking to that big old muscle brute head about Dragon Quest for? And uh, <laughs> so just to I I don't know. I'm gonna put out this one side quest, the the P side quest. <laughs> oh my god! Oh the, god! The, yeah. The, the writing in that was so hilarious. Yeah, like everything was related, related to, to P. Yeah. <laughs> the cop was like, "I don't want to piss my job down the toilet yeah. or anything like that." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, just pissing in the wind." And it's all it's P and every everything is or, that whole game or, does that. It just rhymes and rhymes and rhymes. We need to take this golden opportunity. Yeah, the golden opportunity, that was a great one. He's trying to tell them we need yeah. this opportunity. Just everything was, you know, talking about golden showers, golden all of it, you know, and, and it was just hilarious. Yeah, that quest was funny, and all of them are like that. They're just, they just throw so much innuendos in there and so many just, like, little things that you just have to pay attention to yeah. catch them. And I some mean, of them aren't innuendos. Some are just straight up what they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's why this is a mature game. game. This is the first game that I think of side quests that I've actually sat there and read the dialogue. 
I would have to agree. Instead of just skipping through it, just sat there and read it because it was so hilarious and so funny that I just didn't want to. I, you know, I would start a site, you know, because most RPGs you start a side quest and you just kind of like skim it. And this was the first one I actually read each paragraph going through and not just skimmed the words because it was just so funny and there's so many into windows and, and, and various things like that that just, you know, made every side quest really good. Yeah, I could, I could. Most of the side quests in this game, I can, I could probably remember just because they were fun and and it, you know they were all funny. There was some very serious ones. Like I don't know if you guys got to the one with the boy who eats alone in the restaurant, or the girl who is taking donations for her brother's surgery. You know, those are side quests that you know in most games would be forgotten, but in this one, there's the Yakuza game. The developers in this game are so great at storytelling that you're just in. You're enthralled in the side quest. That's the only way I could say yeah. it. Or the kimchi one. The kimchi was hilarious. <laughs> the old lady, the old lady with the kimchi was great. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I love the kimchi one. Yeah, the kimchi. Yeah, I did play the one with the the girl with her brother. That was really like you know they play the music and stuff. You know, so it's really heartwarming and uh, you know sad and stuff like that. And so. Yeah, right. they they did a really good job with the side quests. They do, and and yeah, and they're memorable side quests. I mean. I probably remember, I like I said, I could probably remember the majority of the side quests because they were either downright really freaking hilarious or they did a lot of the rhyming and throwing in just, it seems like way over the top innuendos at times where you're just like, you guys are just hitting this one on the nose. There's no guessing what you're talking about, you know, <laughs> like the P-Quest. Like, I, I think I told you guys, you guys got to do the P-Quest right off the bat when I did it. I was like, this is hilarious. It's a great game. I mean, I think we got to kind of stop talking about it before we ruin it for everybody. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's definitely a game that if uh, you weren't sure, you should just do it. Just take the plunge because it's it's worth it. Even if the combat isn't up to your you know your taste, everything in that game <laughs> is so good. Agreed. Great game. Must buy. Get out and buy it, people. Get out and play it. Definitely worth yeah. it. Buy it because I want to see more from these people. Yeah, definitely. I want them yeah. to do another one just like this one. I want to see yeah, your Ichiban story. Your yeah, definitely worth your your pri- worth the price and worth the payment. L- l- like these guys said, you know, if you're looking for a new game for your, if you got the Xbox Series X or or if you don't, I mean, because it is on Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Um, if you're a fan of the Yakuza games or maybe this is your first foray. And then I know for a lot of us here, that was this is their first one. And I know for a lot of them reading online, this is their first one, and they thoroughly enjoy it. So, you know, this game is definitely worth your time, worth the money. It's a great game. You're going to have a lot of fun playing it. It's a long game. You're going to get a lot out of your money. It's definitely worth the price of admission. Yep, yeah. and you don't have to play the previous ones. You got a new protagonist. Uh, different storyline kind of so you really you can basically jump into this one and not be lost on where the story's at well, cool right. anybody else got anything they want to add go buy it it's good all right well thanks everybody for joining us and chowing down on the peking duck with us hope to catch you next episode